Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. The Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so faith is the primary thing that we deal with. We deal with our faith. The Bible says, hold fast to your faith, stand firm. Uh, There's a uh, life that we live. And if you listen through the podcasts and if you watch preachers, and and as long as you're following right doctrine, there's a, a mixture of waiting for the return of Christ and going after the things of God and hungering for Christ. Faith is an action. Faith is not simply, yes, we're waiting for the return of Christ, but in our waiting, we're not waiting, sitting, doing nothing, like waiting for someone to come home and I've got nothing to do until then. It's an expectant waiting and it's a, I'm working while I'm waiting. Let me see how much I can get done in the meantime. We know that the earth is going to be renewed by fire. We know that God's going to make a new heaven and a new earth. We know that the rapture is going to happen. We know the Antichrist is going to rise. We know that there'll be a thousand year reign called the millennium. We know that there'll be an Armageddon. We know that there'll be a judgment. And we know that we who, uh, through patient waiting and, and, and serving the Lord, will be able to enjoy eternal life. But so there's a mixture of things that happens. But one of the things that I see in modern Christianity, and C.S. Lewis had a quote, um, something to this effect, but uh, about Christians being too passive. He said all of mankind is too passive. Now, he was talking about sin, and I don't have the direct quote in front of me, but he said, we're, we're too passive of people. He said, we're too easily satisfied with small things like lust and greed. He said, man, the man doesn't have the desire to go after great things. And so in our faith, there has to be, not that we're anything of ourselves, but there has to be an attack mode. Faith fights. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, Paul said to Timothy, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. It said in the, the, the gospels, it said, uh, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. There's something about our faith that grabs a hold to the word of God to take possession of it. You know, there's actually a scripture I was listening, um, it was in the book of Joshua at the beginning and it says, it talks about how there were wars and it says the Lord used these altercations and these battles to train the Israelites who had never had to experience war for themselves. There's something about life that is a battle. There's something about life that is a fight. You know, we come into this world kicking and screaming and we go out of this world, most people not by the way that they choose to go out. I would say if you ask people, how do they want to die? Most people dying are not dying. They want to choose the the way they want to choose. Most of their lives didn't go the way they want them to. But really the time that we have on this earth, we it's, it's a battle. We're engaged in a fight. And so the, the stance, the, the, uh, position of faith must be to fight. Uh, the thing that I believe people get wrong is they look at faith as a transaction. And I want you to hear me on this. They look at faith as a transaction between man and God. Hey, I have faith in God. And this is a common thought. I have faith in God. And when I have enough faith, God will give me what I'm asking for. So I want to talk specifically about healing. But faith doesn't get God to move to heal you. You don't use your faith. You don't build your faith and get God to heal you. God healed you 2,000 years ago. Faith takes what's already belongs to you. In the same way, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. When people are on judgment day, standing before God to be judged, 
they're going to have the understanding that when Jesus died, he died for me. If there's a scroll written in heaven in every name of every person that's been born, you can put them all under the category of salvation was provided for this person. There's an open invitation sent out to all of humanity that says the blood of Jesus is here to wash away your sins. Will you accept or reject? Please RSVP before the time of your death. And so salvation is available for all. But many people don't take what belongs to them. No one is saying, I'm waiting for God to save me. Everyone is either saying yes to Jesus or saying no to Jesus or saying maybe later to Jesus. Faith doesn't get God to move on your behalf. Faith is taking what's already provided for. 2,000 years ago, you were born again. 2,000 years ago, salvation was provided for us, for the human race. There's no name under heaven and earth by which man can be saved, but by the name of Jesus. It's the only name for salvation for mankind. And so it's the same way with healing. It's already provided for. You don't get strong faith and then, okay, God steps off his throne to heal you. It's that you appropriate what's already yours. The fight, the good fight of faith. Paul wasn't saying fight God and take your faith. He says fight fight faith. Fight the good fight of faith from from what's going on. The devil's your enemy and life is coming at you hard. And then it says, lay hold of eternal life. This isn't you're breaking into the Lord's mansion to steal eternal life. (laughs) This is, it's fighting against your adversary, the devil. And so when it comes to healing, specifically healing, I I see people who are so passive. Oh, you know, almost this thing is like, if the Lord wants me to have it, I'll have it. You know, God's will doesn't happen automatically. God's, the Bible says God's not willing that any should perish, but all would come to repentance. But it doesn't happen automatically. What God wants doesn't happen automatically. And this is a, a we talked about um, false doctrines. This is a, a very clear telltale sign against Calvinism, against reform doctrine, in that if God, if what God wants automatically happens, then God willed the fall and God wanted Adam to sin and God wanted to put people in hell. God, what God, if it was up to God, there wouldn't have been, there wouldn't have been a fault. There, there would have been peace on earth, right? There would have been his God's intention was there was planet earth was made and, and, and man would live there peaceably. But the devil stepped in and, and, and took ground that belonged to man. So faith stands there and takes back what belongs to it. When you look at your life, I want to ask you, how, how's it going financially? How's it going in your health? that's ground that belongs to you. You know, poverty is corruption of finances in the same way sin is corruption of the spirit, in the same way that sickness and disease are corruption of the body. And so what you do is when you come into salvation, you fight to take back what belongs to you. If you're perfectly healthy, I want to challenge you. Don't wait until sickness comes knocking at your door to start building and start putting the word of God in your heart concerning healing. What you do is you get ready for battle now. You put on the, you know, the whole thing of putting on the armor of God. Why do you th- why are we putting armor on if there's no battle? Many Christians have no man, you know, you go out to battle. I put you in a ring right now with a sword and a shield against somebody. And you maintain your Christian attitude. That's why people have this wrong idea that all of Christianity is just, oh, I just need to love people more. No, that's part of it. But you need to fight. You need to freaking pull your sword out and fight. Fighting is part of Christianity. And it's, and it's a decision that when you see the devil step over into your territory, you say, no, I know what belongs to me. 
I know that salvation is mine. I know that healing is mine. I know that peace of mind is mine. I know that blessing is mine. The Lord said, my blessing is upon my people. And he said, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Financial prosperity is mine. If there's poverty or lack, the devil has got his fingers in your cookie jar, in your savings account. And what do you do? But there's keys to all of these things. So it takes knowledge to understand. Number one, when you see, when your eyes are open to the gospel, that the devil's trying to send you to hell, God's trying to make a way for you to go to heaven. It's up to you to decide and cast the deciding vote. And so what do you do? You say, Lord, forgive me. What do you do? You believe, you repent, and, and you obey. And then you continue in the word. It isn't that the moment you pray a prayer of salvation that heaven's guaranteed to you. You can backslide. You continue in the word. And so what do you do? You, you, you move forward. It's the same thing for healing. What do we do? You believe, number one. You believe. Number two, you act on the word. Number three, you obey God. You, 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 you step out on the word of God. The Lord will prompt you what to do, but you fill your heart with the word and you act. Faith without works is dead. What about poverty? Well, to come into abundance, you believe what the word says. You have to know that, that, that blessing is yours. Number two, you have to uh, obey God. You have to be a soul winner, I believe. Seek first the kingdom of God. And then you have to give. You have to work as well. You have to work. The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. And so there's keys. So it isn't just one or the other. It isn't just, oh, I give and the Lord's going to bless me. No, you give and you work. You give, your, you give something that the Lord can bless. And so, but there, there has to come a heart attitude of I'm willing to fight. I'm not looking right now. If you're in a fight of faith, you don't need comfort. You don't need comfort. You need, you need to be provoked. When it's time to fight, you know, there's, I've never been in a fist fight before, and I'm glad for that. But it's like, you know, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I went to go to a funeral. Try not to go to those too often. Went to go to a funeral, and I walked in uh, adjacent to the funeral home was a, um, a small park that was right by the parking lot of the funeral home. And I walked in to throw a, a diaper away, a, a used diaper. And in the, in the park, the park gate was closed, but it was a small little park. In the park was a family with a dog. And I just walk in the park and I go and I throw the thing. And then I start hearing this barking. Ruff, 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 ruff. And the dog starts running at me. I've been around dogs long enough that I know I just stand still. This dog runs up runs up t to my leg and bites me in the leg. Like I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I'm about to do a funeral. So I'm wearing dress clothes, right? Bites me in the leg, in the shin. All it took was that one bite. I was calm until that one bite. But then what happens next? The moment, man, that dog was lucky. The moment that the dog took a step back, what happens? My foot comes up in the air. The dog takes a step back to bite again. And I kick the dog in the face. He actually bit into my shoe. He didn't break the leather shoe, but he bit into it. I can show you the mark in my shoe. Why? Because what was I was provoked. You can bite me once, maybe, but you try to come and bite me again. And, and you're going to remember my foot in your mouth. You know, and that's what it takes. When the devil hits, you can't take this passive thing of like, God, I'm waiting for my healing. No, God provided your healing 2,000 years ago. You look and you say, devil, I refuse 
to stay here and that you do this on my body. Sickness, I adjure you in Jesus' name. Sickness, I cast you out in Jesus' name. You, you get violent in your faith. You have to understand, this is territory that the devil is trying to faith take from you. There's a fight to your faith. It isn't just looking to God to heal you. You know, here's the thing. God is compassionate. If God was waiting to heal you, then, then he's not compassionate. Because honestly, if it was within my power and you came to me and said, Ryan, heal me, and it was within my power, I would heal you right away. I wouldn't say, wait two weeks. This is where people get strange doctrines of like, well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. The Lord's trying to teach me a lesson. No. And then they use Abraham as an example. Yeah, Abraham, you know, he waited 25 years. No, he was waiting for something that hadn't been provided yet. We're talking about something that was provided 2,000 years ago. You go after it in your faith. Father, I give you praise. Lord, you are my healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. Lord, I, I, right now, by faith, I anoint myself with oil. You go after it. You fill your heart with the word. You understand this isn't a fight with God to wrestle healing from him to, to give to you. you. You take what belongs to you. Healing is yours. When it comes to sickness, sickness is a work of the devil. You adjure sickness. Cancer, you foul devil. I cast you, spirit of infirmity, right now, in the name of Jesus, I cast you out. Come out of, your, of God's people in Jesus' name. You, you get aggressive. There's, there has to come a violent, because faith fights. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Salvation ends the corruption. Salvation ends our relationship to sin. Salvation ends our relationship to sickness. Salvation ends our relationship to poverty, but there's our part to play. So many people, they just don't believe that God wants to heal them. They're still caught up in a, in a stupid doctrine of, you know, God heals sovereignly and he picks and chooses. No, that's like saying God heals. It's the same gift. When Jesus died, he didn't just provide, he didn't do an extra work for healing. It was the same work. So if you're going to say that, that, that sickness, you know, God picks and chooses who he heals, then you would have to say God picks and chooses who he saves, which is unbiblical. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to a knowledge of the truth. Hold fast, lest you, the Bible says you, you choose whether you stay saved or not. And so for, for you, you make up your mind. If you're in a fight of faith now, I'm here to encourage you. Fight on, fight on. I'm with you. Fight on, fight on. When you make up your mind, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leaving the battleground. I'm going to win. I'm never, I'm not, there's no surrender. There's no white towel to throw in. I will fight. I'd rather die fighting than stop fighting. But I want to tell you that you won't die. God is with you. God is for you. God is on your side. Faith is you and God. The Holy Spirit is actually helping you in your faith to make the right moves. Do it the scripture verses. God is with you. Don't you forget it. And you're going to win as you keep on fighting. 